Special Birthday Bash for a Very Special Lady Article by Suzanne Pender She's rubbed shoulders with presidents, Tishig, and all sorts of celebrities. But on the 15th of May last, there was only one true star, when a very special lady reached a very special birthday. Anne Hickey celebrated her 50th birthday in style last week with her very own birthday drive-by. Looking fabulous and 50, Anne's winning smile beamed despite the weather as a cavalcade of family and well-wishers drove by her home at Tinton Quilla, Pollerton Big Carlo. Flowers, balloons and gifts were in abundance as the delighted Anne waved to all her loved ones in true celebrity style. I'd too much of everything, thanks to everyone, a grateful Anne told the Nationalist. I had family from my dad's side and my mother's side and so many cousins. I had two cakes, one on Thursday night and one on my birthday, she laughed. Anne was also looking very glamorous at 50, thanks to a visit to Sandra's hair studio at Sand Hills Shopping Centre the day before her birthday, where there was even more cake, flowers and well wishes. I had my hair and my nails done, said Anne. A native of Ballon, Anne is the only child of the late Dennis and Julia Hickey. She shot to fame for her outstanding role as a global ambassador at the 2003 World Special Olympics and remains a true inspiration to all with her positive can-do attitude. For such an outgoing chatty person, Anne, like so many people, has found the past year tough. With many of her regular activities like Special Olympics and working in nearby Super Value Carlo not possible due to the pandemic. I really do miss people. I'm 25 years in Supervalue. I'm able to go in and get my own few bits, but not to work there at the moment, so I miss that, and I miss Special Olympics, said Anne. Her 50th birthday was therefore a great lift, not only for Anne, but her fellow tenants and staff at Tinton Culla, which is a residential home under the umbrella of the Delta Centre. She's been planning this the whole year, said Pauline Caragna, a social care worker with the Delta Centre at Tinton Culla. She's a very social person and so well known, so we all wanted to have something special for her, she added. It was maximum fun and minimum stress at the drive-in bingo. Article by Elizabeth Lee Ballon Drive-in Bingo is the new going out, with the Saturday afternoon games attracting hundreds of punters trying their luck and having a bit of a social get-together while they're at it. Burn Celtic FC has been transformed into a giant outdoor bingo hall, with veteran caller Breda MacDonald possessing the most heeded voice in County Carlow. John O'Donoghue is the main man behind the initiative, and he's delighted with how popular the games have become. The bingo is open air and is compliant with COVID-19 restrictions with extra toilet facilities on site, as well as hand sanitisation areas. Everyone stays in their car during the bingo, and if they are lucky enough to check, they beep their horn and one of the stewards will verify it from there. A legion of volunteers ensures the event runs smoothly, so it's maximum fun and minimum stress. Perfect for these almost post-Covid times. The gates of Burn Celtic open from 2.30pm, with the session kicking off at 4pm. There's a pot of €3,720 to be won, and also an increasing jackpot of €2,850 to be scooped at every event. For those who can't make it to the outdoor gig, Ballon Bingo is also available online. 
John got the game established online during the dark days of lockdown, and now up to 600 people across County Carlow, Ireland, and even the world tune in to play bingo with John and Breda on Saturday nights. John says the families use it to spend time together and have fun, even though they might be in different parts of the world, as they bond over bingo in Ballon. Online bingo is at 8pm on Saturday evenings. Books are available to buy online throughout the week on the Club Force website or on the Ballon Community Bingo Facebook page. All funds raised from Ballon Community Bingo have been used to repay loans taken out for the redevelopment of Ballon Community and Sports Centre in recent years and will continue to be used to fund this and other similar community needs in the future. Check out the Ballon Bingo Facebook page for more information on both games. Ava is runner-up in Children's Social Media Competition. Article by Suzanne Pender. Creativity and thoughtfulness have earned a local schoolgirl a coveted runner-up spot in a national competition. Ava Donnellan, aged nine from Ballon, was recently announced as a runner-up in Hashtag More Than School, a social media competition run by the Ombudsman for Children's Office. Children were asked how they felt about returning to school after such a long time at home, giving them an opportunity to give their views and to have their say. Ava recorded a video reciting a poem she had written called What School Means to Me, wowing the judges with her enthusiasm and reflections. Ava is delighted to be named among the prize winners and also to be back at school in Ballon National School among her friends and teachers. The competition drew entries from all age groups across the country and the final winners were whittled down by the Ombudsman for Children's Youth Advisory Panel, YAP. What we learned from the entries is that school is not just a place of learning. Many children spoke about how much they like to see their friends, how much they miss their teachers and their struggles with online learning and missing their hobbies, said YAP judge Emer Neville. The Ombudsman for Children, Dr Niall Muldoon, said he was blown away by the creativity of the young people and their entries. Murphs on Tullow Street, Carlow, celebrates 30 years in business. A family-run shop is this week celebrating a terrific 30 years in business, expertly serving the people of Carlow over three decades. Murphs Unit 2 Cathedral Close, Tullow Street, Carlow, has expanded and diversified over the years to develop their key-cutting, shoe repair and fishing shop. Now one of the top stockists of fishing tackle in the country, Murph's professional key-cutting service is highly specialised, while repairing shoes to impeccable standards remains a core part of the business. It's great to have reached 30 years in business and, thanks to the support of our customers over the years, our business has grown and is successful said James Murphy of Murphs. Murphs was established by James's father, Jim Murphy, in May 1991. Originally from McGowner Road, Carlow, Jim had previously worked in Governey's Boot Factory, Carlow, and then Mr Minute, the local key-cutting and shoe repair shop. In 1991, Jim decided to open his own shop on a corner of Tullow Street and started out with shoe repairs and key-cutting. At that time, he thought that the premises was too big for him, recalls James, reflecting proudly on how Murphs has expanded over the intervening three decades. Jim was a keen fisherman all his life, 
so four years into the business he started to sell a small bit of fishing gear in the shop, the beginning of an area of huge growth for Murphs. Jim is married to Marie, and the couple live and reared their family in New Oak Estate, Carlo. There'll be another happy milestone for the Murphy family next month when they celebrate their 55th wedding anniversary. There were some great moments for Murphs over the years, but probably among the proudest was in 1995 when Jim caught and landed the fish of a lifetime on a fly rod, a wild brown trout weighing an impressive 9 pound and 3 quarter ounces. The remarkable fish is still on display in the shop. In 2007, Jim's son James began working alongside his father to learn the trade. Then, in 2009, James took over the running of Murphs. With a fresh new outlook as James learned the trade, he began thinking of ways to expand the small business. Responding to changing trends in retail in 2012, James decided to launch a website selling fishing tackle, which immediately proved very successful. In 2014, James renovated the shop in an effort to accommodate the growing range of fishing tackle. But two years later, Murphs moved to a bigger premises a few doors down from the original shop on Tullow Street. When we moved into the new shop, we just had enough fishing gear to fill it, explains James. However, following a relaunch of the website, Murphs has had to extend the floor space with four times the area they once had. I often wonder how we managed to operate out of the smaller shop. We started with two boards of keys and now we have over 5,000 different types of keys and are specialists in cutting keys and security keys, explained James. We have the latest up-to-date machinery which enables us to cut keys from code for lockers, cars and so forth. I'm always trying to make more room to make more space for more products to display, he added. Murphs also have the latest fishing gear in stock from all the top brands, with hundreds of different types of rods, reels and lures to cover all types of angling. The website is going extremely well, and for a small business, we are in the top few websites in the country for fishing tackle, said James. Murphs has had to adapt their business to deal with COVID-19, and doing all they can to ensure a safe environment for their customers and staff. We still try to encourage people to use the click and collect option on our website when purchasing fishing gear to reduce the amount of time spent on the premises, although most people prefer to handle the fishing rods before purchasing, says James. Godfrey's Gospel, according to Michael Godfrey. Foreign holidays could be on the cards. You would have to feel for pub and restaurant owners. They have had little or no business for over a year, and up to now their only option was to make the most of outdoor dining. Sorry, but did anyone tell our lawmakers that, weather-wise, Ireland can be guaranteed one thing, rain? If we ever wanted confirmation of that fact, we only have to look to last weekend. It came down in bucket loads, and officially this is now the summer season. No doubt... Everyone in the business will be holding their collective breath on Friday morning in anticipation of the government's detailed plan to open up that sector of our economy. There have been reports of late of hoteliers making the most of the increased demand for staycation holidays purely because they can. Anyone who has read this column in recent weeks will know that I have made two bookings for mini-breaks in hotels over the summer. 
not wishing to bore you with the details, suffice it to say that on examination of the details, I noticed I had made a mistake with the dates for one of the breaks. I got a good rate when I made the initial booking, and to be truthful, I doubted if the same deal would apply if I had to change dates. I was wrong. Firstly, I was surprised to get to speak to someone at the other end of the line, but I did, and after explaining my case, I was assured that although there was a price differential of slightly over €100 Euro from when I had made the initial booking, I would not be charged anything extra. The person couldn't have been nicer about the matter. I then decided to check the details of my other booking, and again I was pleasantly surprised when the phone was answered immediately. I asked if a deposit was required, to which I was told there wasn't, and then I received the welcome surprise that I had been upgraded to a superior room at no additional charge. Listening to the radio of late, I have heard about people being quoted astronomical prices, but my experience has been quite the opposite. Granted, neither booking is in either July or August, the so-called peak times, but then again, experience will tell you that if parents are interested in taking a holiday and bringing their children with them, they don't allow school to get in the way. Think back to two years ago, I know it seems like another lifetime, and remember all the families who availed of a slightly cheaper rate to travel abroad in May or September. I'm not judging as it is their choice to make, but my point is, there is really no high or low season anymore just like the Saturday-to-Saturday flights. Now people travel whenever they can get a keenly priced ticket. But back to next Friday's announcement. Irrespective of whatever decisions are made about dining, everyone will be looking at the rules and regulations regarding flying. And if the rumour mill is to be believed, the internet had better get ready for a meltdown. Such will be the demand for flights to sunnier climes. In fairness, as much as we would like to support staycations, you can't beat a little fine weather to put you in good humour. I have made my choice for the summer and have no regrets, but I am hoping there won't be a repeat of the weather we had to endure last weekend. If that turns out to be the case, I'll be looking up at the skies and hoping that in a few months, depending on a little positivity from the Taoiseach, I'll be on one of those planes.